0: Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. If you've ever heard, my manager is unfair to me, I need you to reset my HR portal password, or can I write up my employee for crying too much? Welcome to our little safe zone. Welcome. Welcome and Jade in HR
1: Right, episode number two for 2022, so... Exciting stuff going on here. Is it really uh, exciting? How's
0: how's is it is it really that exciting? <laughs> exciting
1: for me in my boring life.
0: I'm ready for a redo. I'm like, it's just f this year already.
1: I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, lo- I I shared a meme on my personal site. You know, oh fuck it, I already screwed up for 2022. But 2023 is going to be my year. I can feel it now.
0: Yeah, typically I declare the year of feathers, and I don't think I did that this year. So I already <laughs> fucked up from day one. I like, I, I just should have declared it, and I, and I didn't. So it means like our one of our buddies, we'll keep nameless, who has great eyelashes, probably thinks it's his <laughs> year now.
1: Oh yes, great eyelashes. <laughs> the year sad. of Hooper. We're gonna hear that soon. The year of. You, you could leave a review and say the give us a five star review <laughs> and say the year of Hooper. Yeah, but either way. Great eyelashes, but <laughs> so anyways, it is the new year, and this year I made it. All the actually, I should say, R W twos came out last week, and this is the first time in my ever loving career Bravo. that that I think that i W I've never I haven't been asked when are the W twos coming out. They came out before I was even asked once, so this was like insane. Our our CFO, she's awesome. And she worked hard at at getting that done. We use a very shitty vendor to do it. The reason we we mailed ours versus online portal, we've done online portal for the past two years. And this company's just jacked it up each time and they are the absolute worst. And I don't know why we continue to use them. But that's not my call. But yeah, you know, but here's the thing. Another thing. We submitted the information to the provider. We asked, we emailed, we called. When will they be mailed out? When will they be mailed out so we can put an announcement out to our employees? No announcement. Saturday morning, I get mine in my mail, and I'm uh, texting my the president to see if oh I got my W two today. Uh, maybe we should put that email out now, and that's that's what we did. So th- that was a little disappointing on them, but get this, you know my my soliciting side of me that wants to rant on solicitors. So earlier today, I got a phone call from the company that does, provides our uh, W-2s and our 1095Cs. And I thought he was calling to return our call to say, hey, when are you sending them? But he was a solicitor wanting to sell me on their payroll services and all that other stuff. And I just, I I was not a nice person. <laughs> uh, I said, you're talking, A, you're talking to the wrong person. I don't, to have that any decision in that I said but I would not use you honestly and I gave him the example we we called we emailed twice as I was cc'd on when will the w-2s be mailed out we'd like to know so we can make an announcement never heard a peep back from them and so I just said I just don't think I'd use you in any capacity at all but
0: but their customer service would be so much better if you take more of the packages yeah That's pay the them thing. more
1: exactly Give them more money. That's the answer to everything. More money, more money, more money. Hey, if you're out there listening, solicit Warren. Just solicit the hell out of him. <laughs> that, but that's the only solicitation call I've received this year that I've actually taken. Uh, uh, it's only people, it's only 18
0: up. days, Warren. It's only 18 days. I know, I
1: know. But <laughs> hey, some days I'll get five or six in a day, and I'm just I just stop answering the phone at that point. Mike, how, uh, like, how yeah. do they
0: get your number? I, I get the stupid emails that I continue to have to go in like block sender block sender block sender but thank god I don't get any phone calls.
1: Oh, I get I get I think they because we don't have direct off phone numbers they just google the company name and uh, you know see me on LinkedIn, google the company name and here I am. Mm. Uh it was a form but uh, anyways. That sucks. Yeah, At least
0: I've got like a block up or something that I don't get the phone
1: calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me. But I have <laughs> I've I've given my receptionist, because we don't have direct dials, everything goes through a switchboard, I told her, if you think it's a, a solicitation, just send it straight to my voicemail. Don't even ask. If you have a question mark, go ahead and forward it. Ask me. But anyway, so one thing that I wanted to bring up sort of in, uh, before the last episode is a little more timely – but you know the AMA episode. First, that was a whole lot of fun. Thank you again, Jan and Patrick, for participating in the AMA. I had fun with it. I hope everybody did. I hope they enjoyed the episode. It was it was a lot of fun to do. You know, if we run that but, back
0: yeah. to Jan's point, like I mean, it was it was open game. You could have asked us anything.
1: And <laughs> well, yeah, that's what Patrick was saying. If we had maybe that will be the next the next iteration of it. Maybe we perked some people's uh, attention. No, they say anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, an asterisk on there. I don't want to completely
0: tonight. ruin my career. Just a little
1: bit ruin my career. <laughs> Those dead bodies are not <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: hidden in the swamp.
0: Yeah, Jimmy Hoffa is not in our uh, office building. <laughs> I swear.
1: <laughs> but I wanted to talk about in the Antonio Brown situation and put it in terms of a, an HR standpoint. So... If you haven't seen it already, and I'm not an NFL fan, I like college football, but it's kind of people like Antonio Brown that make me not want to like pro football, but everybody saw that he walked off. <laughs> then on the flip side, I'm like, hey, if more shit like that happens, I'll
0: watch. <laughs> <laughs> They're turning into the WWE,
1: you know, it's like, it's all, I mean, shirt off, now.
0: shirt off, dancing in the end zone while a play was going on. Oh
1: yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd watch. <laughs> uh, yeah. But he was too injured to play. Yeah. But yeah, we saw that dramatic walk off. It was all over social media. Like I said, even someone who doesn't pro- follow the pros like me saw it like instantly online. But he he could do those dances and everything, but he was too injured to return to the game. So at least that's what he stated. And then the according to the NFL Network, he said he was not going to go into the game because in his mind he did not feel that he was healthy in his mind so that's that's a whole nother thing employee mental health issues but he says that the head coach told him if you're not going to go in the game when we tell you to go game then you can't be here and that's when he he threw his little temper tantrum and left the the sideline And the Arians the head coach said I didn't know that he was injured we'll just have to deceive with that so I I know very little about Antonio Brown so I did some research on him and he <laughs> he's is he's a character <laughs> he he is currently a character, but 2010 to 2000, the first half or the, up until the end of 2018, he was like, the, you know, great uh, stats, I wouldn't, I wouldn't record call him leader. Normal. I wouldn't call him normal. Well, no drama, at least not that I found. He was eccentric. In, you know, I, I didn't do too deep of a dive, but, you know, everything was going fine up until the second to last game of... Uh, the season when he got in an argument with Ben Roethlisberger and then he decided he was going to skip practice. And so they benched him for what well, I think was the final game of the year after that. And then he said, I want to be traded. So they set up a trade to Buffalo, but he refused to go. And I don't know how all the contracts work. If you, I, I know some players, designations, you know, gosh, what they have franchise, they got three different designations oh, yeah. on people. So he refused the trade and then he got traded to the Raiders in 2019 and they got him for just a 66 and a 141st pick in the draft. That's not, that's a, on the surface level, you'd think that Raiders got us deals. That's, you know, 66, 141. Those aren't their, their most in-demand draft picks in the, the draft. And they signed him for a three-year, $50 million-plus contract. But he got in an argument with the team's GM, got fined $215,000, and they told him he voided his contract, so he demanded a release, which he got. And all that without playing a single game for the Raiders. So, fast forward another month, he gets signed by the Patriots. Now, it's only a one-year, $15 million contract, but he got a $9 million signing bonus. But what? not even a month later, he was released again on allegations of sexual misconduct and sending intimidating text messages to his accusers. So, and then just a few days after that, he announced his retirement from the NFL, but he unretired four days later. So th- this is just like all drama, drama, drama the whole time. Uh, J- July of 2020, the NFL suspended him for the next eight games for bi- violating the personal conduct policy. And so in October of 2020, he signed with Tampa Bay. He got a $1 million contract plus incentives. Now, the NFL league minimum for a 10-year veteran, $1.075 million. So he just barely got the league minimum. But you would think, hey, Tampa's head coach is his former offensive coordinator for Pittsburgh, where he, he did well, he stuck around for, eight years before he showed his true colors and left. So you'd think you know what he's getting. Well, 2020, they end up winning the Super Bowl that year. And then brings us to this season this year. So he signed a one-year, six-and-a-quarter million-dollar contract with a $2 million signing bonus. Now, he just come off some surgery. But earlier this year, he was suspended three games for providing the Buccaneers, a fake COVID vaccination card. I mean, right there, that's terminable, I would say. But anyways, we all and then we all saw what happened when he left the team. And I, I didn't write it in my notes, but I did read somewhere. He tried to board the Tampa jet to go back to Tampa. And they told him, no, you're, you're not on the team. You're not flying the, the jet home with us or so something like that. I don't know how true that is. But and then on January 6th, all that happened, I think, January 5th, he entered the waivers. And as of right now, nobody has picked him up off of waivers. So I wonder why. But it, it goes back to, the think of this as your employee in your workplace. <laughs> why didn't somebody get involved? And this is multiple workplaces, yeah. but let's just say NFL as a whole. Somebody get involved earlier. Okay, you get an argument with the Ben Roethlisberger, the, you know, the god of Pittsburgh or whatever they want to call him up there. You know, you're not going to win that fight, even at Roethlisberger's advanced age and and things like that. Sorry, Pittsburgh fans. You go to the Patriots. It just he gets cut. He, I mean, from that point on, his career has been nothing but attitude, ego. Let's look at me type stuff. And I'm just thinking, why would? Tampa Bay pick him up, and then why would they extend him? Especially knowing what he's been going through, and his stats twenty twenty and twenty twenty one were not that good. He was a average mediocre, but I think that's sort of reflective in his salary going down to league minimum for twenty twenty, and you know six million the year after. So he why do you put up with prima donnas and shit like that? And we were talking offline about salespeople. I'm thinking about salespeople because this is what happens in a a sales driven culture. You have these people for better or worse, I'm not putting any judgment on this, but they they have a lot of egos. They have a lot of bad habits, but people look the other way because they are performing. Their numbers are awesome. Hey, Bob mate sexually harass anything that walks by (laughs) but hey look at his number he's the top on the numbers we'll just try and work around that you know so i don't don't know you gotta what what do you do with this poison pill of an employee i don't know (laughs) i'm just like i I don't i I don't know (laughs) he's absolutely a poison pill and okay Maybe he and Ben Roethlisberger had a falling out. They aren't friends anymore and whatever. But then it happened in Oakland and then happened in, well, the Patriots was not related to that, but Tampa Bay. And even Tom Brady had a quote, you know, he won't be with us anymore. So when you're pissing off people like that, your career is not going to be very, very long or fruitful. And like I said, that's what I do not like about the NFL today. It's just, look at me, look at me.
0: It's definitely a narcissistic, definitely, definitely kind an of organization. But there's a lot of reasons behind that, which we won't get into. But I'm, I'm thinking from like an HR perspective. So it, the day that he threw his little temper tantrum and threw his cleats and everything into the stands and ran off the field, how would you handle it if it's in a different situation? So let's just say it's a, I don't know, fast food restaurant and your employee refuses to do something because maybe they're injured or think that they're injured. H- how are you handling it from an HR perspective to that manager? I mean, you got to think the coach is the manager in that situation.
1: Absolutely. Now, it, I, I, I'm going to try and make – I don't think it's really apples to apples because mm. obviously Tampa Bay has a team of doctors and who can say, oh, he's injured, right. don't play him. So if a doctor is not saying that, and if the coach says, I didn't know he was injured, there, there's something – going on i think that's his after the fact story that he he came up with but let's just take it your mcdonald's kid he throws his apron down says f you and walks out the store what's that mean job abandonment he's done bye-bye end of story and that happens every day in in retail and fast food and service industry as a whole and some of more your less skilled labor jobs that happens every single day someone says f you i'm done and nobody blanks an eye, but you have this prima donna who is uh, on the NFL and on TV, and he gets a big roar out of it. And I, I saw some posts online and people, yeah, I wish I could do that on my job. Well, you can. <laughs> you can. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Make my day. Basically, yeah. I don't <laughs> have to work then,
0: here. It's okay. You can go work somewhere else.
1: <laughs> and, but then on some HR things, I did see some people talking about, is this a mental health issue? And That's yes, question. it is. Yep. I, I do think narcissism, egotism that gets to a certain point where you can't control it. I think it is a mental health issue to uh, a certain extent. And I would maybe include this as a self-inflicted injury. He, his own ego, you know, going back to Top Gun, writing checks his, his <laughs> body can't cash. So I don't know. He I... I I don't know him, heads or tails, but I do not want to see him in the NFL. Not that I've watched a game. I will watch the Super Bowl. That's about it. Or if I'm at somebody else's house and they have a game on, I'll watch it. But you know, I couldn't I couldn't name ten players in the NFL. But I did notice a correlation. Uh, a certain football player we both are familiar with. When he sort of probably took great advantage of him not being with the Raiders. And I'd made the most of that, and had a start his first start the other day, and I understand it very well, so yeah, so maybe maybe there's a good thing for us and and those people As I understand that he's Zay Jones is just a really good guy, it seems like everything I've seen and heard of him from the past ten years he seems like he's a really good guy, and he seems to have made have made the most out of it this situation, so anyways. I just want to think why why is this guy getting so much attention and why are people trying to give him excuses and and things like that? He's a shitty person from the word go. So I don't know. You're going to have a hard time convincing me to have any sort of soft feelings for for him.
0: But you did, I like the correlation he made that between like a sales atmosphere and that narcissistic. But I mean, when you have your top performing person who's bringing in millions and millions and millions of revenue for your organization but is a complete asshat like how do you handle that from an hr perspective so it's it's a good correlating question
1: and he was beyond his prime he hadn't been he'd been you know like i said i don't i just looked at the, the stuff earlier today he'd been the league leader in receptions and yards and broke all these including like Lynn Swann's records he had his heyday but if you're signing for league minimum dude
0: well it's because it's because he became a cancer I mean
1: yeah I think they're saying we're willing to take a chance on you, mm-hmm. and then they backed it up the next year. They gave him a little bit more. He had earned more. it. And he earned
0: it. I mean, to an extent, and, I mean, he earned league. I mean, he earned a little bit of a raise, which he got. But I mean, in his heyday, I mean, you could look at a lot of different play, NFL players and their heydays. that they're, they're earning millions of dollars through organization, and they organizations put up with bad behavior. Yeah, yeah, it, exactly. I so. mean, there's that. Anyways, there's that I'd, NFL team that doesn't have a name that basically should just <laughs> be from, just. Blown up from an HR perspective.
1: Oh yeah, I, I really want to see the fallout of it. I wonder how much we'll get to know of of the fallout of it. So, You know, we've mentioned them a few times from firing all their cheerleaders on a Zoom meeting to releasing not even their own coaches' emails, so the incriminate and and things like that. So it's going to be an interesting ride. And I understand the the boy prodigy owner of it has got his hands dirty in some of this this mess too. So. It's not a good time to be a potato fan. <laughs> <So>. Nope. <laughs> so, anyway, the only thing I had for other thing I had for today is part. I don't know whether you want to call it 352 of a stay in your fucking lane type thing. And the more I think about it, I don't know how many other professions there are where somebody else is always thinking they can do your job better. Or they know someone who can do your job better. Or they're going to take someone else's advice rather than yours because somebody's brother's nephew's cousin's former roommate knows (laughs) HR and told them whatever stupid thing they told them. But you know what? I'll take that back. Maybe doctors because you have the great Google WebMD doctors who, yes, I'm suffering from some disease that hasn't been seen in 60 years. And you can only get it if you eat a certain fungus in the rainforest of Brazil and Things like that, I don't know. And but everybody's all of a sudden Googled it and found that that's what they have. But so maybe doctors are in the same boat that we are with this. But I just think HR people. In I, I came up with some recent examples. Someone talked to me about other companies' benefits, and oh well, this company does this, that, and the other thing. Well, we're not that company. We don't do that. <laughs> and you know, go or even somebody wanted benefits from a provider that wasn't our provider and just thought we could go and get, oh, yeah, you know, we, we're with X company. We're going to give, you know, Y company a call. Just, oh, we need a plan just for one person because they're, they're that superstar employee that gets whatever they want. It didn't happen that way, but that's why people think they can do it. Oh, yeah, I, I only want it from this company. I, I want it from the provider you have. But all these employee suggestions and air quotes there, they're not really suggestions. And another thing it seems to be only subpar employees who make these, quote-unquote, suggestions again. And I, this this plan covers asshole bleaching, and I, I think we really need asshole bleaching with our plan, da-da-da-da-da. Wow. And uh, <laughs> that's not real... St- I've been asked for but I'm just waiting wow
0: okay we just just went a whole different direction I'm like this is a nice soft language episode and now we got that
1: (laughs) all right but this company offers that and they have this and they they have more chiropractic visits than we have and okay that's fine but I also tried to do some deep thinking and introspection and things like that please don't do that often I, I try not to. A, my brain hurts after just a few <laughs> I mean, seconds That's just of frightening it.
0: to think about. I want to think of like Warren meditating and deep thought over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you got the monk, little... you got the monk look going on, so you're okay in that department. <laughs> no hair, yeah. part of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the thing I was thinking about with with this doing some introspection is first, it's primarily your subpar employees who come up with all these things that they want this and they got that and why don't you do this. And my cousin's an HR manager and you're doing it all wrong. I mean everything
0: they told me, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, it, I don't even know how yeah. you have a job. Like how are you even HR? How 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 do you like look at yourself in the mirror every day? I try
1: not to look at myself. <laughs> well, that's, a but good, that's That's a that's, that's that's a good
0: point, Monk Warren. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but, you know, maybe if some of these suggestions came from a more higher performing employee, maybe they'd have more weight with me. Maybe I'm biased in that way. Once I know that you're a slacky and you're a troublemaker, I'm not going to give it as much weight as I would maybe. But it also made me think... Slacky. I like that. (laughs) Sorry, I'm still a a slacky. (laughs) Well, I'm trying to use... You you called me out on language. I'm going to try and use more Disney Channel Plus. PG-13 language. Yeah, PG-13. Darn it. But (laughs) I I love how they will bleep out the god, but not the damn, Or they'll bleep out the... The hole, but not the ass. When you say asshole <laughs> on TV, I was watching. I forget what I was watching. I was actually laughing because the, what they were bleeping versus or blanking out versus really pur- pur- saying. But either way, I, uh, where was I? I don't even know. Oh, <laughs> somewhere in your rant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, giving so you you have the the slacky employee giving you these suggestions, but if you have a top performer, I also think that. A top performer but but it's probably a better performer. Yeah, you just
0: nailed it on the head there. I mean the top performer, they don't give a shit. They know what they're doing. They're doing fine their job. It's the pain in the ass that's gonna be a, continue to be a pain in the ass and they're gonna to continue to tell us how our job or how we
1: should do our job. But I also think maybe the top performer is a top performer because the way they can do things and say things. They might say, hey, Warren, I have this idea I wanted to bounce off you and get your thoughts on versus you really should do this. Or, you know, I posted the meme on the jaded HR account the other day. Tell me one more time what our company's COVID policy should be. You said the bad word. I did. I did. But, you know, the the, the bottom dweller person, they're going to be like, why don't you do this? You need to do this because every other company in the world does that. And it, it's, I think that part of it's going to be approach too. And I think that there might be some direct correlation be- between people's approach and their their hierarchy on the food chain. If you if you know how to work people and talk to people and be a nice people person, but you I'm probably not, are doing better. I'm not going to hire you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I laughed to myself. My recruiters on leave, so I've been wearing that hat as well, burning the candle at both ends, and I was talking to. I'll just say an engineer and they started bringing out as I'm I'm not doing a technical interview because I can't tell you technical shit about engineering but I'm just getting the preliminary information from him and he brings out that he's a people person and I just (laughs) I was biting my tongue literally hearing an engineer talk that they're a people person I'm like "How?" how does that correlate with engineering
0: I don't know I guess unless it's I, like a consulting type of engineering position, but like not, but even no, still, I don't I, no no hands I on. Just, but I just don't want to hear that.
1: <laughs> I, I love I the wanna, people. I love the people. You need to hire me. Run for office. And <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's just I don't know. I I got a kick out of that. He's probably going to get hired. Uh, very good candidate. Uh, No, he was was a good candidate, strong candidate, a lot of what we're looking for. So I'm just waiting for feedback on him. But I did get a chuckle when he said he was a people person. like, if you were HR, you'd be up. Okay, well, my time's up. I've got to go. Thank you very much for playing. Well, the only other thing I wanted to cover today, and it it sort of goes hand in hand with uh, the W-2s thing, but you know what, besides W-2 time, what time it is? The 1095 C time. And nothing pisses me off more than the 1095Cs, you know. It seems like a million years ago we were hit with the Affordable Care Act and, you know, the employer mandate and the individual mandate and part of the employer mandate is to provide proof to the employees that uh, they have coverage, but there's no individual mandate. So we have to create and print and distribute this 1095C form to the employees who use it for absolutely nothing? There's no fines, there's no penalties for not having insurance. You don't have to prove you did or didn't have it. So why do we have to provide this 1095c? I can see the one that goes to the government that says that we did provide it, but not to the employees. It's just such a waste of time and money. And every time I hear the the phrase 1095c, oh yeah, they've extended it to whatever March one or whatever. To, you know, I just it gets me going. And I've already completed mine for the year. I'm waiting for them to be distributed. And then I can be done with that. But I just, oh, 1095Cs, what's the purpose? If anybody can please explain to me why the hell we have to send this, what importance they are to our employees, please let me know. Feedback at jadedhr.com or get us on Instagram, Facebook. I'm not We have a Twitter account. I've never been on it in the past, I don't know, six months. But let us know somewhere. I'll get a notification. And if you have a, a great excuse for why we have that wonderful piece of bureaucracy that we have to do. So. I, I
0: went to Google to the 1095C. I knew what it was, but I needed a kind of refresher because it's not something that I have to work with. But I just saw something from the IRS.gov that makes me want to actually love the IRS.gov for like one second. I'm going to read you verbatim. Form 1095-C is filed and furnished to any employee of an applicable large employer's member. But they spell it out. I guess it's an acronym of ALE. A-L-E. Oh, I love it. I love Ales. And now the IRS (laughs) is is just pushing it. Like, hey, have an ALE. because I Because I work for an applicable large employer. So I'm an ALE. I like it. (laughs) they need to provide us with some ale <laughs> then it's also alcohol law enforcement
1: at the same token so it's like <laughs> all right <laughs> eh, i don't have to worry about that i'll take some ale some mead you know yeah. i want to try good mead you- i i have not tried mead yet and i i want to i want to see how well, you, you, you is, live in the boonies. You have to li- you have to move somewhere that actually, or go visit somewhere that would have a meadery. No, it's made from honey, so I think I should be able to get good mead. Just I can get moonshine anywhere I want. I, I can, yeah, uh, we live in the <laughs> south. <laughs> you don't have your own
0: still? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you are on the eastern side of the state. At least I can be in the mountains in an hour, so I can get the good. I can get the good stuff. Uh, the good hooch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well. That is all that I have for today. Do you have anything for us?
0: No, I really don't. <laughs> <No>? <laughs>
1: like
0: I said at the beginning of the show, I'm already like, all right, 2023. It's going to be cool. Just got to get through 2022. Well,
1: <laughs> I think that is going to be the title of our show and our best practice. Go get yourself some good hooch. Get some good hooch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, Go get, you you some nar-
0: get you a narcissistic
1: hooch maker. <laughs> Hey, I'd probably take it if he <laughs> if he can back his stuff up. There's some, and if you're not in the South and you probably don't know what hooch is, I, I don't know. Is that only a Southern thing?
0: Probably. And you got to be a little probably. more diversified there, Warren. Anybody can make hooch. So
1: anybody can make
0: hooch. Not just he makes hooch. Anybody can make hooch.
1: Yes, anybody, any person. DEI, brother.
0: DEI, brother. Gotta, gotta,
1: reinforce <laughs> DEI's. DEI. DEI,
0: yeah. D-E-I's. Uh, D-E-I's. D-N-I. DEI, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's all the same yeah. thing. I want to add some other adjectives there, but it's all the same thing.
1: Yeah, get your DEI. But <laughs> get no, your D-E-I anybody I can here. make get hooch. Get your DEI here.
0: <laughs> I got hooch and DEI. Hooch and DEI.
1: I'll have to find out. If, if, if let us know, is, is is hooch a thing up north? I don't know. Uh, But I do have an uncle, great uncle, who was arrested twice for shining. Yeah, exactly so. And, And now his children have made his farm into a vineyard and they sell legal wine. And stuff. So that's a different story. But anyhow, want to get you to leave us a review. And I posted on Instagram and Facebook recently. Now, if you are a Spotify listener, you can leave a review on Spotify. That's Ooh. new for this year. So you can leave us a review. They won't post until you have a certain amount of reviews. So if you don't have like five, ten, however many, they won't. Your post won't show until it's uh, it's up there. But leave us. You can support us financially by buying us a beer. The link is in our show notes. But best thing you can do is just tell a friend help us grow get this podcast out to more people so please just share it to your friends and we will go from there so as always we want to thank the underscore orchestra for the use of our theme song devil with the devil and the great voice artist andrew Kolpa for our disclaimer as always i'm warren and this is feathers and we're helping you survive hr one what the fuck moment at a time